0: Welcome to the Farming Simulator Podcast. See
1: down and listen.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Farming Simulator Podcast. My name is Lars Maltrick. I go by the name of Lizertan. And
2: I'm here with Christoph. Christoph, are you around? I'm around. Hello, everybody. Oh, I'm doing my introduction uh, now completely. Nice. First time I've ever done a podcast. So, hey, I'm Chris, a.k.a. Shaki. I'm the community coordinator here at Giant Software. And today we also have a very, very special guest here with us. DJ Goham. Hey. Are you there? Yeah, what's up, guys? N- nice. Hello.
0: Hey. Uh, DJ Goham is uh, an ambassador from the United States of America.
1: Uh, uh, Giant ambassador, and- Giant's partner, um YouTuber uh be uh DJ. podcaster yeah sometimes a dj <laughs> and
2: that's what generally a living air horn
1: i i yeah yeah every time i talk to you guys it's like oh forgot you're loud <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you bring a so ton yeah. of
1: energy into uh anything we do <laughs> yes i wish it wasn't me i wish this was an act but it's me all the time
0: let's talk about this podcast very quick so this is a new format uh, it just starts, it's the very first episode, the pilot, so to say. Um, it will last, we don't know yet. Um, we try to keep it short, like 10 to 15, maybe 20 minutes. And we will have a lot of these, if you guys out there like them. It will always be Chucky, it will always be me, it will not always be DJ Goham though. But for today, he is the guest, and we definitely going to ask him some questions and let him ask questions to us as well. If you like it, and if you have interesting ideas of what we can talk about in a podcast feel free to contact us and we will consider it i think won't we chucky
2: yeah we will and the best way to contact is well um you can ping us on social media for example we'll take questions from there as well on our twitter account on our facebook on our instagram on our youtube anywhere we are we're even on tiktok yeah or talk to
0: our ambassadors like mr goham here him. so
1: uh yes yeah, yeah hit me up
0: and uh we can spoil that much. You already did. Yeah. He sent in like twenty pages of questions <laughs> for us.
1: Hey, so
0: we won't cover them all though. It's it's we a can't. lot of questions.
1: You asked for questions and I, I asked every single social media I've got. I was but all of them. I don't even know which ones I have anymore. There's too many. I was like Yeah, hey, you, you for sure delivered. Copy and paste. <laughs> 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 the Goham fam, they want answers. Well, we,
2: we and they will get some. We selected uh, we selected a few that definitely uh, will get answers. Like Lars said, we can't answer every one of them, but
0: especially because we asked all the ambassadors, not only Goem, but we asked all of them. So we have uh, questions from the Italian community, the Nordic communities, from Spanish communities, from communities all around the world. The Czech are out there. The Americans, of
2: course, the Canadians, Poland, Brazil, South Americans. P- like Everything the whole world, I think the only one we haven't covered is uh China and Japan.
0: Yeah, Asia is not represented yet, but we are not done with the ambassador program, so yep. we will see what's coming up there. So, what we do is we pick 10 questions out of them. I know it's not much, but we can cover 10 questions per podcast, and uh, but we're gonna go over these later because. We have a gust and right now we are not talking to this guy. This is
1: kind of sad. So, Mr. Goham, how is your day? Today is good. Just a normal day. Mods, news and craziness galore. <laughs> and you are you
0: are, you are are actually standing up or waking up at like 5 a.m. your time just to make sure that you get the mods out in yeah, time, right? Yeah,
1: uh, so when I started doing YouTube and doing videos and stuff like that, I, I was still working late night and I was waking up at 2 in the afternoon my time. And it turns out 2 in the afternoon for me is about 8 at night for you guys. <laughs> and uh, slowly I just started moving my schedule forward so that I could stay in time with you guys. So uh, I wake up like 15 minutes before Chucky posts the testing list every day. Yeah, and so now I sometimes we have
2: start even posting it much earlier.
1: You posted it at like yeah. three o'clock my time one morning. I was like, "Come on, man!"
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is we
0: have to mix up the times to keep it interesting. Keep, for you. Uh, yeah, yeah it keeps me I'll on my keep toes. keep that in mind.
2: <laughs> Keep it, i'll keep it in mind next next time i put the really big clock on my wall here dj gohan pluck clock and then i'm like Haha.
1: Yeah. for anybody listen there we're six hours apart so you know for for morning for me is like mid-afternoon for these guys <laughs> but uh to talk a little bit about your channel how how long
0: have you been a youtuber now i think it um, wasn't that long was uh,
1: in about two weeks it'll be three years which is very mm. exciting and uh march 9th and uh man i just started doing let's plays like everybody does gameplay videos mod reviews stuff like that showing stuff off just trying to uh get as much content out there to try and find my knee should find something uh and since then we've added live streams and a second channel which is doing pretty well right now i'm excited about that and uh, there's just no time for a break at all nice are you only doing uh Gameplay, or are you actually
0: doing DJ streams? That would be interesting. Uh,
1: so the uh, I don't do anything with DJ at least right now. Uh, it, I'm back DJing, which is great. Worked uh, for like two weeks now after I quit for a year. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been. It's been fun doing gameplay videos. Actually, I just started back doing gameplay videos for the first time in almost a year as well when, uh, when the world ended last year. I just kind of took a little bit of a step back and went to two videos a day instead of doing three. Um, now doing like every other day or so doing gameplay videos. So yeah, zero, zero time to do anything.
2: Nice. Okay, but
1: why did you decide to start doing YouTube? Uh, what what s- was the impetus there? Uh, so I noticed that the, uh, the American community was well, a couple of reasons. Uh, one, I enjoyed watching all the videos that the guys were posting. Um, and I was like, Hey, I think I could do that. I could do it. I could definitely do this. Um, I was not good, but I was doing it. Uh, and then I, I noticed that the, you know, there were some American YouTubers or American content creators, but there wasn't a whole lot. Um, and cause everybody I watched was either British or, um, you know, German speaking English, something like that. So I was like, "Hey, let's do this." And I just kind of wanted to wanted to do it, wanted to try something different. Uh, DJing was going well, but it wasn't great. Uh, and I mean, I'm a college dropout, so there's not a whole lot of options for me out there. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, "Well, let's make some videos." And um, we've we've been very fortunate.
0: Wow. So usually, I, I think we have done this before and you get all these questions and we started with the common questions and I think they are boring, but this is not a boring podcast. So let's let's spice it up a little bit. Mr. Goham, what is the least impressive hobby you have? My least impressive hobby? <laughs> yeah, still, how many times have you been asked about your least impressive hobby? <laughs> My
1: least impressive hobby other than c- collecting gear and that kind of thing i don't even i don't even have many hobbies my least impressive hobby is doing nothing i guess i just like to sit on the front (laughs) porch in the sun and do nothing and that's like my me time i love doing that Uh, hold on you sit in the sun on the porch do you have a rocking chair by chance i I don't know but i should definitely get one i've got one of those like (laughs) zero gravity lean back chairs where you lay in it you're scared you start falling back You're like oh i'm gonna fall and you don't (laughs) but you think you're going to uh no (sighs) uh And you need a
0: statson as well.
1: Yeah, my, my life basically you know, goes from, sit ze- there with <laughs> from zero to a hundred. So I, maybe building Legos. I don't have a ton of hobbies. So maybe building Legos. I like Legos. Okay,
0: so we, as we can't ask about your unimpressive hobbies, <laughs> what is <laughs> the least interesting part about DJ Goham then?
1: Uh The least interesting part about me is that I do the same thing every day, maybe, uh, well, that's exciting for our community, yeah. though. That doesn't count. Yeah, because that's kind of why they tune in. I, I wake up early. I go to bed early. Um, yeah. Come no, on, there has to be, be something.
0: Be, I'm, some some super boring secret that we can pull out here.
2: <laughs> super boring. I like pineapple on pizza.
1: Oh, we're talking about like... Wow. Uh, well, no, I, I mean, mean, that's a wild guess. I mean, no, I, nobody likes pineapple on pizza. Come on. They, they just lie about it to be different. Um, <laughs> nah, I mean, this is a normal person. I, I think the most, the least interesting thing about me is I'm just a normal dude, just trying to find, be good at something and find something to do. Um, you know, I, I, I find it interesting, especially with YouTube, is, you know, we've got over 150,000 individual users across multiple different social medias and platforms that, that watch and engage. And am I real, you know, and, and that's, Pretty big for YouTube, at least, especially the farming simulator community. But in my real life, you know, I go to go to a restaurant or go to the bar or something, and and uh, have dinner with a friend, and they're like, "Yeah, you just you just think you're hot stuff, don't You nobody, quit it. <laughs> I'm just a I'm just a dude, man. We're all just dudes." Well, you would be uh, surprised when we have
0: the German YouTubers coming to German shows like Agritechnica or something. It's basically like a rock star coming mm-hmm. in. It's hundreds yeah. of people just surrounding them. It's absolutely insane. It's, it's but yeah. crazy. <laughs> so, Chucky, it's your turn to find a question that catches
2: him off guard. I think I did pretty well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, you got me good. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I think with my particular background, uh, this will not be a super surprising question. But if you could be an animal, <laughs> which one would you be?
1: May I, uh, this is going to sound very pandering. It is definitely a wolf i Wow, even, that
2: is very pandering. No,
1: no, I'm not even kidding. Like I, I've had dreams when I was younger about wolves and things like that, and and about like being a wolf. Is that weird? I think that's weird. No, I mean, uh, I, can, I feel like I don't i, can anybody, I was about to say, if anybody could relate, know. You'd be the one. But no, I've always, <laughs> I've always thought of myself as, you know, if if I was an animal spirit, it would definitely be a wolf because they're. Uh, they're cunning. They can be kind. They can be mean, you know, uh, aggressive, run fast. All the things I'm not. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you,
0: you don't look like someone who can run fast. I mean, I can relate. I, 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 I definitely can't can, can <laughs> run fast.
1: I can run fast. I just don't want to run fast. I don't want to run. <laughs> so, yeah. But, I know that feel. But yeah. It's just kind <laughs> of a, uh, it's one of those the wolves and, and, um, you know like a rare breed dog type thing it's i don't know it's it's like a spirit animal kind of thing um it's not something i share too often but yeah it's definitely definitely there well thank you for sharing it with us
2: today yeah i think think that's definitely a nice uh, off the off-kilter question coming from me it was perfect yeah Yeah, it's nice if you guys out there have more
0: questions for dj goham you can reach him at DJ Goham everywhere, basically. Yep.
1: Uh, or at DJ Goham2, because I accidentally messed up my Twitter and Instagram the first time. <laughs> 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 I was like, what's better than the original?
0: Number two. And of course, of course, <laughs> on the Giants Discord as well. No. And uh, feel free to ask him more surprising questions. I'm sure he will be happy to answer them. And we might do it again in the future as well and ask you more super surprising, weird questions or is there anything, Chucky, that you want to ask? Otherwise, we jump to the community questions, I'd say.
2: Uh, I, I, honestly, I could fill this whole podcast with weird, really weird questions that are even weirder. Absolutely. Like one that just came up in my mind is what is the least interesting part on the pizza for you?
1: But uh, uh, honestly... The, the, uh, oh, oh, no, I've got an answer for that. I know. Okay, let's go. All right, so you got the crust around the outside. You got the yeah. little the center where the cuts all meat halfway between the the tip of the piece of pizza and the crust man why does that part never get hot enough when you're trying to heat it up just i i I, have no idea i always get stuffed crust because crust by itself is just boring so i get stuffed crust fill it with cheese dip it as a pizza sauce or something delicious man why does the middle of the piece got to be bad all the time
2: If you are a pizza baker and listening to this, maybe you can answer this question. Send it to our Twitter, at Farming Sim. But I think we can go to the 10 questions.
0: (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. And as I said, um, all our ambassadors basically share a lot of interesting stories. And it's totally worth checking them out. And DJ Goem is for sure someone who's fun to watch. Uh, We do it a lot. Not because we have to, because we get paid for it, but also because we like to watch him. And I uh, highly recommend it. I highly recommend watch DJ Goham. And, uh, yeah, let's jump over to 10 questions from the community. And then DJ Goham can add some more if he wants to. I'm sure he has a couple of questions. Just a few. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we will see where we go from there. Chucky, do you want to yeah. start asking questions? Let's, nice. let's go.
2: Um, we start with a very broad question, but... Um, Um, someone which we haven't we haven't gotten who asked this one but why uh, did we want to why did giant software make a farming simulator why not say for example a driving simulator or something totally different and uh, honestly i think a farming simulator qualifies as something totally different already
0: it absolutely does but yeah the reason why it is a farming simulator is actually back in 2005 or something when our founders uh, christian Ammann and stefan geiger they created a game engine, the engine we still use, the Giants engine, and uh, as a as a university project, it was a university project, and then they were like, "Okay, let's create a game. What do we want to do?" And one of their friends, who's not with Giants anymore, uh, was it who actually said, "You know what? I would love to do. I would love to drive a tractor. Can you create a game where you drive a tractor?" And that is no, it's the true story of how the farming simulator idea came to mind of Giants and. Uh, 11 years later, here we are, you know, or oh, 13 years already. Damn. Yeah, it's been a while. Thirty. It was 2008. Yeah, 13 years later, here we are. Farming Simulator is a huge franchise now. It's a big game. And all just because of that one guy going, I would love to drive a virtual tractor. Bruce story.
2: And I mean, a lot of people can relate looking at our community. Yeah. Absolutely. So the
0: next question would be from Poland. And I definitely will uh, mess up that name but i still try it's kak perusos 2021 i i just if if i mess up the names i'm super sorry but i try my best here um will there be any more dlcs for farming slater 19 for specific local you want to answer that one shaggy um can we answer that uh well how do we and uh, un- we let's answer it that way we are not done with Farming Simulator 9.
2: Yeah, the life That's, cycle of I, FS19 is not over yet.
0: Yeah, we are not done with it. We are almost uh, done, as you can imagine. The game is out for three years now, so you know it's already a pretty long life cycle. But no, we are not done. There is still
2: something. Keep an eye out on our social media. And for further announcement, like from our lovely ambassadors. Oh, did you, did you learn that sentence? That was nice. It's uh, it's one of the things that I do a lot every Friday when I do my FSL screams. He's very good at it. Sweet. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, he's not very good at FSL, though. <laughs> that is true. Uh, that's why I always call it Team Handicap when I play. Yeah, that's
0: why we are the commentators and not the players, basically. <laughs> because we know how to play the game, we just are not
2: good enough to do it. That is true. Um, Question number three that we have is, uh, how many members does the ModHub team consist of? And is mod testing enjoyable? This comes from Poland, from Dr. Wozniak. Is that how it's pronounced? I I think so. I I, hope so. I would have
0: destroyed that name as well.
2: Well, it's not
0: that easy to answer, actually. Because the ModHub team, of course, there's the QA team, right? Um, The QA team are six people, if I'm not mistaken. It should be six, seven people, yeah. Yeah, it should be six people. However... Um, for mods, we have a couple more guys who jump in, especially on super busy times, because as you can imagine, we get many, many mods over the course of the years and uh, once there are too many so that the QA team can't handle them, we have a couple more members former QA team members who know exactly how to do it Um, a couple of well, developers who just know a lot about modding and about mods and these guys jump in to help testing so... I'd say the answer is, in general, six to
2: seven. However, um, it can go up to like ten yeah. in busy times. We we can increase
1: it by demand a little bit. Yeah. And you guys are absolutely is killing we... it right now. Yeah, <laughs> four waiting Only... one day. You've had one day for like a week now. Absolutely killing it.
0: Yeah, they are super fast. And uh, I think I'm not sure if I leak something when I say that, but uh, just today a new. Uh, QA guy uh, signed a contract with Giants. He will join the company later this year. So the QA team is expanding. And so is Giants. If you see a job that you like, uh, check out our website. Yeah. There's a couple.
2: Giants software.com. That's our website yeah. for the company that has a little marker up above that says jobs. So if you're interested in that, check it out. Exactly. Uh, the next question is from Luis Eduardo from uh, Brazil. Could we have larger farms? So, yeah, that's, uh, that's a question that we see a lot of times coming up, especially from the yeah. console community. Uh, I think the specific question even was originally uh, aimed at consoles with something like 9,000 hectares of farms. And um, the problem with that is that we kind of need to keep the hardware of consoles in mind. So our maps for the time being stay at uh, one square kilometer. Or one-time size maps um, with modders of course still being able to make bigger maps but problem is with a 4x map uh, on console you would fill up your slot count so so fast that you couldn't even use machinery yeah Yeah. and to follow up on this we see um, people
0: asking us a lot why mod farms are bigger or mod farms are nicer or mod farms are better uh the the reason is that we have to make sure it runs on every single system that we support it has to run on console it also has to run on the older pcs because we are still supporting older pcs so we have to make sure it has to run on everything a modder doesn't need to he can create a map that only runs on like two percent of all the pcs in the world if he wants to do that he can right we can't stop him from doing so but we don't want to do it because everyone who buys our game and has the minimum system requirements needs to be able to play what we give them. That's the reason why uh, we can't just go completely crazy with these things. Other than the modders, they can do whatever they want, because they're the modders and it's their content.
2: Yeah. Yep, that's right. Um, yeah, so question number five comes from Pepe from Italy. Hey, one of our ambassadors, say, is by that the their way. Ambassador? What pepper nine seven eight? Yeah, it's yes. the ambassador he himself. Um, so the question is: Farming Simulator nineteen has been a long chapter, a longer chapter than the others. Uh, that's true. Do you think the players have enjoyed and uh, enjoyed the game more? If you could decide the past and future periods, would you make the ch- same choice of extending the release times of the chapter? Um, have players enjoyed the game, FS19? I'd say yes, looking at some of the player numbers. Uh, we can definitely say that FS19 has been the most played in the series, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And here, here's the thing, right? When I started working at Giants
0: um, back in 2017, Farming Simulator 17 was just out. Um, and Farming Simula- Simulator 19 was still. Quite far away, as you can imagine. But still, there there were a couple of good mods, but a lot of the very impressive mods wouldn't come out until later that year. Like Seasons, for example, mm. came it took out. Took a whole year. Uh, yeah, it was like in July or August, and then the console version was even later mm. because we had to do some things on Giant side. And once all these great mods were out, we were already talking about Farming Simulator 19. So... Everything we built, all of a sudden, wasn't too interesting anymore. Even if the game was still there for like six, seven, eight months until Farming Simulator 19 came out. People were already looking at the next game and... I didn't like that too much. Now with 3 years, we have all these great mods out there and people can still enjoy them and play them, right? And we don't know when the next game is coming, so for now it's 3 years. So who knows how long it will go. But for now... People love playing the Farming Simulator 19. And I think because of the time we've taken, um, there are way more great mods than there have been for 17 or for the other game. So, yeah, I think we did well. I'd say I, I think we shouldn't... Well, looking at the past, I don't think we should have done it before. Just because we're a tiny company and having a huge gap in between games means that, of course very, very marketing speech now, um, you need to cover that huge gap with costs, right? Because we're a tiny company, we have to push out games. Now that we are quite successful with the games, we can take our time. And we want to take our time to make this game as good as possible. So I think it's awesome for 19, it will be awesome for whatever comes next, I'm sure. And I personally hope to answer that question, I personally hope we stick to it. We stick to more than two years, at least. Yeah,
1: It's yeah. definitely... It gave uh, Farm 719 a much greater room to grow as a game, and um, you know, I jumped in uh about a year after Farm Sim 17 released and it was like boom, almost immediately a new game was out. I was like, all right, I have to figure out how to play a new a new farming simulator game. And now with Farm <laughs> Sim 19 being out for, you know, like so we're in our third year now for Farm Sim 19 being out, uh mm-hmm. players get to see the game grow. They get to use all these really cool mods like you said, you know, Precision Farming just released and it's getting uh, regular updates to make it even better over, you know, with a two-year project. Especially, um, I, C- you know, I, I keep saying it. FarmSum 19 C- is just getting good, man. Yeah, I, I agree
2: definitely with that. Like, we, we're getting so many good mods right now. And, um yeah, like we said earlier, we're n- not quite done yet with FS19. Yep, we oh, yeah, are not. And, uh, no. yeah, personal nope. opinion time, actually. I fully agree with you two uh, that the extra year that we're now spending has definitely been a blessing, and I hope we can that going absolutely okay are
0: you thinking of adding more scripts in the game to decrease the limit between pc and console and give modders more
2: choice in mod creation from Luca in italy so to answer that um we definitely think about that a lot like that's because it's a good thing for the game we always want to bring more features into the game we always want to uh, decrease the disparity between uh, pc and console availability in terms of mods But there's of course always a technical hurdle to overcome because uh, the big issue is with scripts is uh, that right now we can't allow them in mods because they're a third-party thing and we need to talk with modders specific. We need to work with modders in a very specific um, way uh, to make these happen, like we did with seasons, like we did with uh, straw harvest, for example.
0: Yeah, And I think one thing that's not very known in the community, and it's a good time to talk about it, is what our, uh, let's call them partnership relation team does in the background. We do have a team um, of people talking to all the brands, talking to all the companies like Sony, Microsoft, but also to, as I said, all the brands like John Deere and Glass and and Fend and all these guys, right? And these guys actually try to help a lot with that. Whenever we see a mod that we have to reject because we don't have the license for that specific brand on console. So as you might know, if you come up with a brand that we don't have the license for, we can still push it up on PC. But we can't have it on console. Yeah, The reason reason being that we don't have the license, basically. And on PC, it's you uploading it. And that's fine. On console, we have to upload it. But if we upload it, we are basically the owner of that content for. The console uh, for Sony or for Microsoft and in this case we need the license so uh, whenever that happens we have our team talking to that specific brand and going look our players love your brand they try to bring it on console we can't is it possible for us to do it in the future and try to get the rights to do even if we don't have a license agreement with them we might still get the okay from them to upload mods from players and this is something they do same for scripts Whenever we have scripts that we need, um, they will try to make sure that we get them in the game eventually. So that at one point in a patch or in the next game, we have more scripts so that modders can use them and it's easier. But that one is super hard to do because we have to implement scripts that we haven't had into the game. And that's a huge process. So it might not be over the lifetime of a game. It might be the next game when there is more scripts. Like Seasons is the best example here. When Seasons came out for FS17, we didn't have any scripts. It took ages to get it on console, right? When we created FS19, we already had Seasons in mind as a mod that comes, so we had the scripts ready, or a couple of scripts ready already. And this is going to happen again. So yes, we try to bring scripts on console, as many as we can. However, modders just keep surprising us with stuff. And
2: every time that happens, you know, we have to find a way to deal with it, basically. Yeah, you kind of went into the next question there already, which I pre- which I like. Yeah, so the question number seven would have been when modders gain a license for a brand for their mod, does this open up the brand to other modders? Can others chime in on the brand? I think they mean with that last sentence, like, can they also add to that brand? Yeah, that's a no, actually. Um, if a modding team
0: gets the okay from a brand, that's them specifically asking. It's like if you go to your friend and go like, can I borrow your car? And the friend says yes. You can't just have everyone borrowing the car just because you got it. So if a mother gets the okay, let's say, for example, the straw harvest guy, they got Kroner on board, right? If Krone says yes to them, that doesn't mean they say yes to everyone. They could, but it's better to ask. Again, if we see stuff like that, we will ask for you anyway. We will try to get this... For everyone. And I can promise you that much. If a company says yes to one modding team, they are usually very open to mods, obviously. So they will say yes to the other teams as well, unless there's a super specific reason why they say only yes to that one specific team. Which could be, but usually shouldn't be. But yeah, if you see someone using a mod, um, feel free to use it, of course. As we said, on PC, not a problem at all. On console, harder thing to do. So better ask.
2: Yeah. The legality cool. of it all is all is a bit weirder there and stricter for, in my eyes, good reasons.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: But of uh, course, stick- it's a bit of a pain. We stick to
0: licensing. I feel like I, yeah. I answered like 50% of it already. It doesn't yeah. matter. How, how does the licensing system work for brands and machines? Do you approach brands... And do you choose the machines to be included, or do the brands approach you and uh, tell you what they want include?
2: Yeah, that can be. I very, that one a lot. That that can be very easily answered with yes, uh, all of these. But it depends really on the company. Um, some brands have approached us in the past and be like, "Yo, um, we would like to collaborate." And some other brands, well, we had to go to them and be like, "Yo, we want to do something with you guys." And then there is a bit of negotiating and haggling. Lars mentioned our lovely um, brand team. Uh, as I call them, uh, who deal with these kinds of negotiations because they have a knack for that. They know uh, how to discuss it, how to get a really, really nice deal out for us. And uh, in the end, what happens is that a lovely new machine or from a completely new brand maybe comes to Farming Simulator one way or the other. Um, But this is not just... Yeah, this is not just for brands on their own. Some brands do not want to give us a blank check for their whole uh, garage, so to say. Sometimes it's just for specific machines. So that means, for example, uh, just because we have a particular machine from brand Y, we might not have a license to use uh, other machines from their stable. Yeah, exactly. It's always it depends on the
0: contract, really. Uh, we are always talking to them, of course, and both sides have to be happy with it, right? If they only give us machines we don't want, we're going to say no. If we only want things they don't want to give us, they will say no. So we have to find an agreement here. And there are a couple of things to keep in mind. First of all, brands usually want their cool stuff to be in the game, right? Yeah, flashy things. Yeah, it's a bit of an advertisement for them. They don't want the 30-years-old tractor in there. They want the two-weeks-old tractor in there which is a shame, for, especially for people who love classic uh, tractors, I know. But you have to Mm -hmm. understand that brands love to show their shiny new toys. And quite frankly, we love bringing them in because it's awesome to have the, the latest stuff in the game, right? At the same time, we want every brand to be represented. There are brands like John Deere. They could technically cover everything, right? If we get a full John Deere license, we technically don't need any other brand in the game anymore because they do everything. They have everything you can imagine. But we don't want that. So sometimes if we get a, a set of machinery, we pick some that we use and some that we don't use, even if we could, because we don't want a company to represent everyone and just overshadow all the other brands. Because we want to be fair to our partners. Every partner should shine somewhere. So you will always see a specific brand shine in some things and might not shine as much in others. Maybe they don't build huge tractors. like Lindner is a good great example. They have awesome tiny attractors, so we make sure that they are well represented. And on the big side of things, they are not that much, uh, there's not that much there because they don't build it. And we have a lot of you know huge fans and John Deere's
2: there and uh, New Holland's and all these. I'm just happy we could mention Lindner here because they're one of my favorite brands. Yeah, I know.
0: I know. And I, I just, you know, when I think about them, when I think about tiny attractors, they just come to my mind. It, yeah. It's just like that. It's lovely. And uh, we we need to make sure everyone is happy. Yes, because just just because um, there is a brand a lot of people love doesn't mean that there are not other brands, a lot of other people or different people love or even the same people love. So we make sure everything is there. Cool. Yep. Um, oh, that one. That one is a bit uh, tricky. The game is marked as a simulator uh, as the title, but the game feels more like a SimCade
2: game. Is this to make the game more accessible to newer players? Um, I partly. Th- pa- partly, yes. Uh, not necessarily even to newer players. It's just that uh, different types of players exist in every kind of video game. Uh, some are more the hardcore simulator fans um, that we have in our game specifically. And honestly... I think the default game as it is, is in a very good place where I, I can give my mom a controller and she can play to a degree uh, without me needing to explain a lot of the game to her because she knows how farming works. She grew up on a farm, a little farm in Austria, and so, so she knows how to basically, she knows the procedures, but she needs help with driving an actual tractor in, in our game. Um, but on the other hand, if, if somebody is like, okay, I want to I wanna make more. I want, I want all the various cool things that make the game more realistic. Like only one time, time approach. Like we have a very nice options menu for exactly that. And then come mods. Like with, yeah. rea- uh, with Precision Farming, with Seasons, Straw Harvest. Then you put stuff like Maze Plus in it. You can customize the game so hard into realism uh, that it's getting crazy. And I'm personally not the, a big realism player, actually, but uh, I think it's amazing what some people do with that.
0: Yeah. Now, the point here is it is still a game. Yes. It needs, it needs to be fun. If, if it is a simulator that simulates 100% of field work, it might not be fun for everyone, right? It is fun for a selected few who just love to be, have the most realistic game in the universe. And as Chucky said, there are a lot of mods to, to do that. But in the end, it is a game, and we are super proud that everyone can play our game. We have kids. I mean, this game is rated, um, I don't even know what it's rated in America, what it's called, E for Everyone? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's E for Everyone in America. In in Germany, it's uh, called FSK Zero, which means you can basically play it the second you are born. However, <laughs> that should work. Um, but we are proud of that, right? We are proud that our game is family-friendly that everyone can play it, but then it has to be easy enough that like a three-, four-, five-year-old child can pick it up and have fun with it. And this is super important for our game. We, you can make it more complicated, but we also want it to be easy enough so that everyone can pick it up. Yeah. And I think for the last question, we just ask it and see if Mr. Goham knows the answer. Bring it on.
2: Yeah! What constitutes a slot count in the slot
1: count system? <laughs> is it down to file size? uh well i don't know 100 percent of the answer but there's details in different tractors for example a uh a tractor that maybe giants have put in the game is optimized to work on everything it's optimized to work in the base game and uh you know that no matter what you're playing on you can load in you could buy that tractor and you're good to go well, let's say somebody makes a modded version of that tractor, but they go in and they make different uh, textures on it and they change things around and now the information on that tractor goes from say what, you know, five maybe five megabytes to now it's like a hundred megabytes. Well, that's gonna take a lot more space on your in your, your memory. It's gonna take a lot more space on your storage. So that would mean that because it's a bigger file size, because it's more information, it's more slots and because there are limits in slots on xbox and playstation you can only have a certain amount before your game would either crash and go boom which a lot of players of previous farm sim games have uh have experienced myself included uh so the (laughs) slot count's not only there to (laughs) to help you keep from overheating and, and blowing up your console um but it you know it The great thing is, those mods are allowed in as well. You know, those higher poly count, you probably heard that a thousand times, may not know what it means. It's just your your textures and how much information's on the file. So, you know, if you're allotted, you know, let's say a thousand or 1299 slots, well, a slot is just something that giants say is, okay, a slot is one bit of this. This is one slot is this much information. You can have this much information. That's...
0: Yeah. it's basically hardware limitation yep. Yeah, is it, that? that's what it is so if you think about older games and we might have some older gamers out there um, older games where you drove a car or had a spaceship or anything, once you had that specific car, you would see that car a lot in the game and that was the same thing that happens here, right? Um, you have only so much space, so to speak until your hardware, as you said, overheats until you're just done, if the limit of your hardware is reached and if you load something in of course you take a part of that space on pc it's very common just to talk about the ram yeah. right that's exactly where we are and for that reason we need to make sure that we have an indicator for you when you are just going too far when your console is about to not be able to handle it anymore yeah. that is what it is and that's the reason why if you buy a tractor it takes a lot of slots if you buy it again it only takes one more slot because it's already in your system, it's already in your RAM, it's already loaded, so you only need one more slot to just have a copy of it, basically, mm-hmm. instead of, if you buy a different tractor, you, you take more slots, yep. right? Yep. That is what it is, basically. I'd... So if, if and, and I should say, if you don't cheat, it is hard to fill up all the slots. It really is. People who fill up these slots within a week, they usually use money cheats. or something and just buy everything right but yeah it is the hardware limitation you shouldn't forget that uh, especially the consoles that fs19 runs on that is like 10 year old hardware now right there are new consoles there's a ps5 now and there is a xbox series x now but they are new and this game was made for the older consoles and well, they can't handle it anymore. Yeah. Not that good. So we have to have a slot limit. Yeah.
1: And I do hear to just add just a little bit to it. I hear people ask, well, I don't have slots on this game or I don't have slots on that game. Why? Well, it's like, well, you are limited on those games. You just don't know you're limited. The game limits it for you where you don't have to worry about it. You know, like in uh, you know some things where maybe a, a car driving simulator or something like that, you can only have one car out at a time. Yeah, you can fill your garage up with thousands and thousands of cars. But, you know, that's, those are all just kind of in the game already. Uh, we're talking about mods and things like that with this. I mean, farming simulators is way different than anything else out it's, there. It's
0: usually because of mods, really. Yeah. Because yeah. if you have a game, as you said, it is uh, limited. And if you play a modern game, you will see limitations coming up. Um, We've just recently seen it with a couple of very new games where the graphics doesn't look so crisp anymore. Or, you know, you don't have that much NPCs running around. That's just the limitations we are talking about. On Farming Simulator, because we have mods, people can just keep adding things to the game. You can't do that with any other game unless there are mods. If you buy a game, you can't just add 5,000 things. In this case, you can,
2: and therefore we have to limit it. It's basically to protect you from melting your own PlayStation or Xbox. Exactly. Exactly. And that is it for the questions. And uh, this
0: 10 to 15 minute podcast is already 40 minutes long, by the
2: way. <laughs> yeah, my, my timer just jumped to 46 minutes. I think we're going to cut that down because that that's still all the preamble and stuff
0: yeah it's uh well, I don't have all the pre stuff and it's forty one minutes, so Mr. Goham, I invite you to ask one or two more questions, then we really should be done with it here
1: um yeah, I have a question. I don't know if it's a a big one or not, but when you speak with brands, let's say you speak with uh, um, maybe a brand contacts you if you've contacted them or let's say I made a new tractor of a new brand that's not uh-huh. a farming simulator, and I send it in, and your team contacts that company um how do companies like that get excited when they say like are somebody wants us in the farming simulator game that's awesome or they'd be like why would people want this in our in your game i mean i'm sure i'm sure you get this or that but i would imagine especially for maybe a smaller company and someone in the world they'd be ecstatic about that
0: a lot of them are a lot of the especially the tinier companies they are super ecstatic because one thing we shouldn't forget is a lot of farmers play Farming Simulator. Yeah. So these companies usually contact I've seen it a lot. Companies con- contacting us going, look, our employees, they're all playing your game. And they're all asking us, why are we not in there? Can we change that, please? Can we get in there? And then we start discussing these things. with them. A lot of them are super excited. And uh, where you can see it is in the Farming Simulator League, really. Yeah. These brands are just come in and they have farming so really cars or anything they are super excited <laughs> to be part of it yes. and it's and it's the same for the game um, of course some of them are more excited some of them are less excited some of them are super confused and are like why would we be in a computer game you know we build tractors we don't want to be part of a computer game we are not a toy company and then you have to explain that it's not a toy company per se but it is a game that is you know made to introduce farming to the world um, not so much anymore but like Seven, eight years ago, when we were a tiny company, at least from what I get from people talking about these times, mm-hmm. they had to explain to everyone that we are not, I don't know, a different company just creating toy tractors or anything, but that we have a game where we want to represent the, the brands. Yeah. Um, it's gotten easier over time. And as you can imagine, pretty much uh, all of them know us by now.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's people that don't even know that I play Farming Simulator IT that I, or Farm Sim that I talk to in my normal life, that I know they play the game, which is yeah. when I.
0: So uh, when I got hired for uh, Farming Simulator, when I got started at Giants, I told my friends, and I thought they would be super confused because I used to be a community manager for AAA MMO games, right? I worked on Star Wars and everything. So I told them, I was like, look, I'm working for Farming Simulator. And I was wondering how many of them would be super confused. But most of them were just like, oh, awesome, I play this game. They
2: never speak about it, but they all played it. So we started playing together. It was fun. Yep. Yeah, to be fair, you um, have a lot uh, of yeah. German friends, of course. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still a lot more people than you think play actually play Farming Simulator or at least have played it. It's not like... Uh, I, I don't think that uh, in this year, 2021, uh, the, the old joke can go like, oh, you play Farming Simulator? You're not a real gamer. It's like... like no, this no. is over. There are got, millions and way millions over. and tens, tens so of millions much. of players.
1: <laughs> yeah. This... It's, this my, uh, my other question, the only other question I have is actually for both of you guys together. So you both worked at different uh, studios, not just Giant Software. Um, to me, as a gamer who's played quite a few different games and who's tried to be part of the community in different ones, uh, I've noticed that you don't really see a lot of companies working with players. And maybe if they do, they've got like, you know... 10 million or 5 million subscribers, followers, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. What has been different for you guys working with the community so closely from where, where you've worked before? I'd say everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I worked at big companies, right? I worked with EA before. Uh, that's a huge company. And the community is very anonymous to them. Because there are not that many people talking to them directly and they have hundreds of community managers. I was just one of like 24 or something we had for Star Wars. It was insane. Um, For Giant Software, it's super different because not only can we talk to the players and they talk to us, but even before I started the company, did it. Like our CEO had TeamSpeak calls with modders just to chat with them about mods and how they can create mods and help them understanding mods. And this community, they almost... To me, it almost feels like they are part of the development team, more or less, right? They're just sitting there, of course, in Discord or Facebook or wherever. They are just sitting there with me, talking to me, and I can just chat with them. And I'm, myself, I'm very different uh, with that community than I used to be, because I don't have to be super corporate. I'm just Lars, talking to them as Lars, you know, having fun with them. You know about it, DJ. Um, I'm always mocking you if I get the chance, just having a good time. <laughs> And I think this is something that's super different for me. The Farming Simulator community, you can have a good time with them because it's not a competitive game as well. Well, now it is with the eSports part, but... Um, you know, Even it's there, not we're a, really relaxed yeah, by comparison. Yeah. It's, it's not a PvP game or something. It's a game where everyone wants to have fun. It's a very peaceful game and the community reflects that. And it's just, to me, working in a tiny company where I can just do things like this podcast or like just talking to players and the players talk to me, and we can actually just have a great time. This is the biggest difference I had, and
2: I'm doing this for 13 years now. Yeah, I'm not doing it for 13 years, and for me, the the change to Farming Simulator wasn't as big. Before that, I worked on a very lovely city building game that's super popular here in Germany, um, where the community was equally relaxed, but uh, I actually enjoy it, because with, with Giant Software, I have a much smaller company, and um it's generally a really cool feeling here. Like Lars like like Love said, um you can just do a lot more things. You can be a l- even more personal than I've been before uh with players. You can joke around, you can uh do a little bit of have a bit of fun. And uh I think the nicest thing is uh go- not having to go through a three months approval process. Yeah, that was a nightmare every
0: now and then. <laughs> Jesus. Yes giants is super quick if i really really need something i can just call the ceo like look chris i need this and he says yes or no yeah and Uh, this is awesome it's like a five second approval process from the owner of the company basically
1: and even even before i was uh partner with you guys i mean if i needed something i just shoot an email or shoot a message or something boom get a response extremely quickly so this um i think people take advantage uh, or take for granted the level of communication and the level of help that that you two guys do for the community—it's—it's it's unlike anything else. We're extremely grateful for it.
0: Yeah, we try. Thank you, thank you for the kind of words. Thanks. We try our best, but the community is growing. Um, this, our Discord channel that started with, I think, thirty people back in 2017 has seventy thousand people on it now. Oh, jeez. Um, we we get slower just because there are so many people talking to us, and therefore and this is a little bit, a uh, tiny spoiler for the next podcast, uh, we might have to do something to ensure you guys have a better way of talking to us. And, yeah, in the next podcast, and I think this is awesome to finish this one, yeah. in the next podcast, we will, for sure, give you an idea of how it will get easier to talk to us again. Because we did a little something that we talk about next time if you tune in and even if you don't tune in we still talk about it and then
2: uh, uh, you, yeah, have you have will no see. choice
0: yeah it will be awesome it will be amazing so that was a 50 minute podcast right now i'm not sure if it will be that long in the end mr goem thank you for joining us at like whatever 8 a.m in the morning for you uh, or seven when it started i think right no it's not too bad it's 10
1: a.m now
2: it's oh, 10 a.m. Now. Well, yeah, Time for that's a second breakfast.
1: Yes, yeah, right. I'm hungry. Yeah, me mentioning it. Hi, <laughs> hungry. I'm Lars. I have <laughs> oh, to do God, it. No. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm just that cut, old. Cut. cut Bye, everybody.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> guys. If if you like that podcast, let us know. If you think we should think do things different, let us know. If you have questions, let our ambassadors know because we're gonna do ten questions to giants again. I can promise you that much. Thank you for being here, Mr.
1: Goham. Thank you for having
0: me. And I hope you all enjoyed it. um Yeah. I think we can say talk to you later, guys. Bye. And our last words, uh, well, they are for our guest, Mr. Goham. Uh, hey. Let's go.
1: Hope you guys have a great day. We will see you
0: later. Oh, that was unimpressive.
1: Aww, Bye. <laughs> Bye.